recorded live at 4ZZZ Studios, Mianjin, Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Z Games. Z Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Share your hot take? Or do you just want to share your favourite game? Find us on socials at ZEDGamesAU. Set games. How are we all today? Hmm, that's a loaded question. It is a loaded question, but I'm going to fire that gun. I am feeling fantastic today. I'm glad to hear I've it. Had a very nice day off. I'm feeling, feeling great this morning, but yeah. I'm feeling adequate. I, I that's sometimes that's all you can ask for. Yep. And yeah, you're here now, so I am. Therefore, I'm fantastic now. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> and what are we here to talk about? Games. Video games. Video, Video games. games. Here Board on games. Zed Games. Games well, of all kinds. Games of all kinds. Things related to games. Have you guys been playing anything recently? World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I had a friend who decided they wanted to actually play it for the first time ever, so I'm taking them through it. Ooh. They're competent, but, yeah. you know, need experience. Fair enough. Yeah. I've been playing little farming sort games. Nice. Little, nice. little bites of various farming vibe sort games yeah cool. <laughs> that's I'll I mean that's that's good I'll yeah. probably review them oh, eventually yeah I need to get back into Palia that's my farming yeah. I've, mm. I've especially been now that it's on Switch Ooh. mostly still playing Outlast Trials but also like eyeing off uh, Power World just yep. everything going on there uh, yep. will I won't I I don't know I'm waiting for the Power World hype to die down and the Enshrouded hype to take off oh that's the th- I've yeah. also heard about Enshrouded I'm like Enshrouded mm. apparently is the better game and Power World is just ooh it's kind of like Pokemon but Ark mm, mm. it has the little the little flashy bits that you can put on TikTok yep which is what Pokemon I've been seeing and Ark are both games I love in concept mm-hmm. but um kind of underwhelmed by yes. in practice. Mm. Strife with many, many different legal battles, not just from Nintendo, because you can capture people, which in turn, you know, slavery, all of that kind of sort of stuff, putting them yeah. to work and whatnot. So there's you lots of You can also of stuff chop them on. up. Yes, yes. Butchering humans. the bit that I mm. want to play, because that sounds fun. <laughs> yep. Well, I hope you do, and then you can re- review the, the chopping people up, but perhaps we should... Uh, Go into the news right yes. now. Yes. News. News. Good going on. Oh my gosh. Here it is now. <gasps> Wee. This week in gaming news. Oops. All done. Let me set the scene for you. You're super excited for a Suicide Squad game and early access is just open. You might have cleared the evening for this. You've got your snacks and you've settled in. You let the game install an update while you're at work so it's ready to go. You fire up and you finish the game. Rocksteady, the developer of Suicide Squad, had to take their game offline less than an hour after opening after a number of players booted it up for the first time only to encounter a glitch that auto-completed the game for you. These players had purchased the Deluxe Edition, which is more expensive and grants players access 72 hours before it officially releases on February 2nd. But they got $20 of in-game currency as an apology. Layoffs this week. 1,900 Activision, Blizzard and Xbox employees are being laid off by Microsoft while Mike Ibarra, Blizzard president, steps down. 
As we move forward in 2024, the leadership of Microsoft Gaming and Activision Blizzard is committed to aligning on a strategy and execution plan with a sustainable cost structure that will support the whole of our growing business. As part of this process, we have made the painful decision to reduce the size of our gaming workforce, says Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer. Alan Adam, Blizzard's Chief Design Officer, is also stepping down. Microsoft has selected Johanna Ferris as Blizzard's new president, who used to be head of Call of Duty Esports. In other layoff news, 61 Sega of America employees will be laid off in March. In funnier layoff news, one dev at Blizzard was able to utilize his employee perks to get himself World of Warcraft for free until 2033. Adam Haliski, former Blizzard employee, used all the subscription codes he hadn't activated in Keyring before it got axed. Yay? Prepare for trouble! Make it double! To protect the That's right, a Pokemon heist. Or rather, Pokemon cards heist. With three intruders managed to grab over 35,000 Pokemon cards from a collectible store in San Jose called Tofu's Trading. The thieves were able to slide through the side doors despite the doors being blocked by a fridge. The motion detectors were faulty and without the alarm they were in and out in about 10 minutes. They were also able to grab Magic the Gathering booster packs and the shop's whole cash register. Amy Simpson, the owner, believes it wasn't targeted as the thieves didn't know what to take. She's taken in good humour, making fun of how committed to crawling around the thieves were, all captured on security cameras. News Nibbles Universal in Florida will be presenting Super Nintendo World next year, adding a Nintendo-themed theme park to their epic universe, which is supposed to contain five worlds. Embracer Group cancelled a Deus Ex game, but a group of former Volition developers who were shut down by Embracer Group have formed their own studio, Shapeshifter Games. And Nintendo are planning on making 10 million Switch 2s by March 2025 to hopefully prevent a shortage problem upon launch. And now for some upcoming games. February 1st brings Grand Blue Fantasy Relink for the PC, PS5, and PS4. February 2nd brings Jujutsu Kaisen Curse Clash for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Persona 3 Reload for the PC, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One. Suicide Kill the Justice League for the PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. February 6th brings Clem for the PC and Switch. That's it this week in gaming news. Thank you for the gaming news. The news. Uh, yes, thank you. It's uh, some some good news. A lot of not great news. Mm. Mm. I mean, there's a there's a lot of that going around lately, isn't there? There is. It's a bad time to work in games. Yeah, I or think pretty much not work. Every week <laughs> we hear of another round of large amounts of layoffs. Like, sure, there's probably you know two or three people that probably weren't needed of those nineteen hundred blizzard employees with a bit of redundancy and stuff there which you know every business needs to cut costs at some point but 1900 seems excessive like as mm. big as activision blizzard sort of thing is and with microsoft purchasing them i feel like it would maybe be a bit of a rushed decision on their half mm. and they should have maybe done a bit more investigation in regards to what these 1900 people actually did for the company but, you know, I'm not an executive there. I can't make decisions. I can't fire myself to actually, you know, decrease, cost, decrease costs. So uh, let's remove a whole bunch of other people. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But, you know, sympathies go out to all of those 1,900 people. Hopefully they can imply, find other employment somewhere. Mm, hope so. You know, 
a couple of years who knows maybe i'll run my own studio and hire all 1900 i wish it (laughs) i wish it uh there was some silver lining or some hope on the horizon but i I hate to say i feel like it's just gonna keep happening and happening and happening yep there's a pattern happening do you, do you guys know of any other industry out there that there's this many people hired or fired from individual companies and stuff on a regular basis? Mm, I don't no. think I hear it from any other industry. Like, I know film yeah. and TV and all that kind of but sort of stuff comes on contract a lot, mm. but yeah, not but permanent employees or anything. I, I can't think of any. No. no. If, if there probably are some. Yeah. But... And to this extreme, I don't know. I think the most the most amount of people this year that I've heard is mostly from American companies and stuff, which I can understand why they're trying to unionize and do a whole bunch of that. But I know mm-hmm. that that's very much against American sort of ideology, I guess. American values. <laughs> American values. We don't work as teams. No, you just work as teams when you can pay them very little. Yeah. Well, hmm. Yeah. But, yuck. you know, there is some good news and stuff in there and whatnot. Apparently, you can get games completed for free when you pay for expensive collector's editions and stuff now. Oh, yeah. Why even yeah. bother <laughs> playing the game? Just fork over money. Why? This sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, trust me, I, I love a good collector's edition where I get some extra cosmetics and mm. other things. And I love a good statue. I Ooh, really wish yes. I could afford the Space Marine 2 one that's still later this year. But it's only being sold by the online one. And it costs like 400 bucks in shipping because it's so goddamn big. But Ooh. I love that sort of stuff. But yeah, in this case mm. for the, you know, Suicide oh, yeah. Squad, Build the Justice League, I paid to finish the game as soon as it loaded. Woo. <laughs> Whoa. Consolation of $20 in-game credit. That's not a great experience for him, that's for sure. Well, I think... Oh, do they have an online store in that game, yeah. I guess? Oh, oh. Yep, $20 of in-game currency. <laughs> Gross! Yep. I'm so sick of microtransactions in, like, story games. And Oh, I'm assuming it's a story game. It's a story game. The whole point is that the Justice League's gone bad and you as yeah. a Suicide Squad need to go and kill them. Hence, kill the Justice League. Uh, but, you know, I, I get yeah. that companies want to monetize their games ongoing and get an incoming stream and whatnot like that so i can understand it i don't like it i, d- I don't like it <laughs> i've either. seen it done it. all right but yep. it, it is generally done pretty pretty predatory I yes think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes anyway you're listening to Z games at four triple z you're listening to Z games on four triple z oh mate you're listening to Z games at four triple z you're listening to Z Games at 4ZZZ. 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 <laughs> Got a bit carried away. But back to Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Speaking of Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, here is Paul to talk to you about Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Famed for his rotoscoped pyjamas, Jake Gyllenhaal's Prince of Persia has dazzled young and old for decades, surviving multiple reboots in over a dozen games, of which most are pretty good. The latest Arabian adventure is brought to us by Ubisoft Montpellier. Can't tell your Montpellier from your Montreal? Well, here's a quick reminder. Montpellier were responsible for the Raymond games, including the incredible Raymond Legends and Beyond Good and Evil. They've taken the series in a Metroidvania route. So how does it stack up? 
Quick sidebar, I'm sorry about the term Metroidvania. Video games are rife with terrible terms that mean literally nothing to the uninitiated. In Japan, they call them search action games, and that makes marginally more sense. Action platformers with a focus on revealing and exploring a large map with areas gated by abilities that you will gather. So let's move on. In this latest Prince of Persia, subtitled The Lost Crown, which I must admit ranks solidly in the annals of forgettable subtitles, you don't play the titular prince at all. Rather, a warrior named Sargon, one of the immortals. Basically a gang of Persian superheroes who fight for the kingdom and protect the prince. Alas, the prince is kidnapped, and you and your merry band head off to rescue him. As you meet each of these eclectic warriors, you will immediately be struck with the question, I wonder how I'll end up fighting you as a boss. And these instincts are not inaccurate. The narrative twists and turns are very typical. Personally, I found all the characters charming in a pulpy way, but if you're less endeared, you'll find all the dialogue generously skippable. Broadly, Prince of Persia The Lost Crown is an entirely cromulent entry in its genre, giving you everything you would want and stealing from the best of its peers. For instance, it steals liberally from Hollow Knight's pin system, which works wonderfully in giving you the ability to make different builds for your character. But instead of similarities, let's focus on where it differentiates itself. Firstly, game feel. I got to play a demo of the game last year and was immediately struck at how nice it was to move around. Movement is snappy and animations both responsive and most importantly, cool. Everything is intuitive. You can run, jump, slide, dash, swing your sword, fire an arrow and other options seamlessly. It looks great, feels wonderful, and it all feeds into perhaps my favourite aspect of the game. Combat. The Lost Crown has some of my favourite combat in a game ever. At its core, you get through much of the game simply by hacking away and dodging, but there's so much more. It shares more than a few similarities with character action games like Devil May Cry. A few hours into the game, after a few bosses and explored areas, I had my first boss fight against a character that had basically the same abilities as myself. As action game fans know, this is where the real meat is. 100 foot tall monsters, nothing to worry about. A dude just like you, it's serious now. By the time I had conquered the fight, it played out like an action movie parrying each other, pulling off special moves, knocking them in the air, dashing in only to have them dodge out of the way and I fire an arrow mid-jump to pursue them. It's fast, aggressive, and extremely satisfying. And that's just the start of the game. By the end, with all the powers you've gathered, these fights turn into glorious anime nonsense. I felt like such a badass. Many may look at this game and wonder how it justifies a full AAA price. Unfortunately, we have been trained somewhat to value 2D games as lesser. But this game is seriously substantial. The map is huge. As I played through, a friend and I were comparing notes. Very early on, we realized we had taken wildly different paths. As the game began to wrap up, there were multitudes of things the other just hadn't seen. Neither of us had tried to go off the beaten path. The game is just very willing to let you explore on your own and not shepherd you too tightly. It's around a 20 hour game to complete and 30 or so if you want to try and 100% it, which is a big drive in this genre. While the main game is suitably challenging, some of the side content can get intense, near Celeste level platforming. That said, if you are a gamer that prefers more guidance, the game begins with a simple question, whether or not you wish for more direction. I opted out of this, but when turned on, your map will direct you to your next goal. 
It doesn't make a big difference in the game, but for those who may feel overwhelmed by the massive labyrinthian map, it is a nice addition. In fact, the game is very happy to allow you to play how you'd like. Here's just a sample of things you can adjust in the settings. Parry timing windows, environmental damage, high contrast visual modes, enemy health, remap controls, and this is on the Switch, aim assist, subtitle fonts and scaling, etc, etc. The game is incredibly accessible, and if you find friction that stops you from enjoying it, then you're more than welcome to play with these settings. Friendly to players is actually a good summation of the entire experience. One of the more innovative features is the map system. It has the typical 2D map we've all seen before, and you can place icons on it as has been popular in recent years. You can also, just with a button on your controller, take a screenshot and that will appear on the map. This is a literal game changer. Encounter something you can't deal with yet? Take a screenshot of it. So later in the game you don't have to spend time going back there only to realise you still don't have what you need to get through. It's wonderful. Even the game over screen is a lie. If you die, any exploration or progress you've made still counts. You just have to go back to the last checkpoint. Speaking of checkpoints, I don't know why this excites me, but it does. So, often in the game you'll be in the middle of nowhere, health low, debating whether you should take the long journey back or forge ahead. Then you see golden leaves blowing in the wind. When you get near to a save point, this effect will lead you to it, from any direction you approach, normally for a few screens. It may not seem like much, but sometimes the glimmer of light in the darkness is just what you need to forge onwards. Prince of Persia The Lost Crown has quickly become one of the best games in the genre for me, and a very strong recommendation. Honestly, the only reason I'm wrapping up now is because of the nature of radio and I just can't rant about it for hours. If you like combat and exploration, it is incredible. I played the game on Switch, with code provided by my own damn money. The game is also available on PC, Xbox and PlayStation platforms. Oh, and the enemy design is amazing! We're back. Ooh, we've got more games to talk about. We've, we've got a specific game to talk about, don't we? Yes, I have a specific game to talk about. It is Strange Horticulture. was released on the 22nd of January 2022, made by Bad Viking, and is available f on Steam, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox One. Nice. Yes. Basically, you are the proprietor. Ooh, big word. Me. <laughs> proprietor of uh, the shop Strange Horticulture. It's the title. Okay. Oh my god, they said the thing! They, they said, said the, the thing! thing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Anyway, and yeah, basically most of the story takes place in this shop. You have some plants, you have a little encyclopedia, you have a map and a few other little... Like, every day you get some letters. You use these things to figure out what are the plants, where can you find more plants, and how can you identify these plants. Mm. So the puzzle is... You get clues and you got to decipher that and find spots on the map which will have either more encyclopedia pages. Because mm -hmm. for some reason you have an encyclopedia that only has a few pages at the start. Okay. For, I guess, progression reasons. And yeah, you got to find more plants because people will come in and ask for 
specific plants. I have heard this about plant people. They always want more plants. Yes. Well, these are people who have problems. Maybe they have a headache. Maybe they are being haunted by spirits. And you need to Mm. identify the plant that will help them. Imagine that. Plants have a use. Yes, because this is a a spooky sort of occult dark puzzle game ish intriguing yes then there's some sort of ancient horror that is being awoken and slightly in that vein that's fun Hmm. and the story you're not really a part of the story you're not the main character the story is happening around you and people come in you're just doing plants yeah to get help to get certain plants i like that though yeah it's quite good you're the side character yeah Mm. Yes. It's an interesting You're just concept. sitting in your shop, figuring out clues and puzzles and maybe helping out with the people coming in being like, hmm, someone was poisoned. I need a plant that can identify the poison. And you can just put the plot together gradually. Yeah. Yes. So it's a puzzle game and then it's also figuring out what the hell the puzzle of the story is as well, yes. I guess. Yes. Yes. Mm. It's nice. In the description of the game, they make a big deal about, ooh, choices. But honestly, it, you don't have much effect on the story. The story will play out the same until the end, and mm-hmm. then you, the choices will mean you get a certain ending. Okay. And if you replay it, it's there's not that much replayability, but I think it took me about five hours to get to the end. Okay. And that's pretty fast because I am... Not to boast or anything, but I'm good at puzzle games. That's good. <laughs> so I probably so it would take me like ten hours, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot of deciphering clues, finding the right places, reading the descriptions of the plants, and figuring out. Oh, okay. So this description says it smells like something and is poisonous. Okay, cool. And ten then hours you is can generous. examine all the plants. And maybe one plant's description will be like, oh, my hands sting when I touch it. And so you can sort of figure out, okay, that's a poisonous plant. Maybe it is that one. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't you don't need to be like a, a plant aficionado. No. It gives you, it's given you everything. It gives you everything you need to know. Occasionally there will be some that are similar. And um, yeah. So when you're playing it, do you feel more like... Um, a detective doing solving things or like a witch if with all your detective plants. solving things technically you're kind of like witchy but eh, you can join a cult but that's just it's kind of just dressing okay. like oh is it the cult <laughs> of the lamb no there no. are no oh. lambs you can join a cult but it's not a big deal it's yeah it's whatever i mean you, you can if you want to yeah well that's a nice thing it doesn't really affect much just the end card that you get it seems like the the main draw is is the puzzles to solve the gameplay not that's the part that i like i didn't read the description honestly before i bought the game (laughs) and so i wasn't i was just confused afterwards when i read it and oh there's a cat I was going to say, you, yeah, I can see cat. in all of the materials here that there's yes. a cat. How then interactive is this cat? You can pat, you can click on the cat to pat right, the cat. sold. It's a good game. And when you press the bell to call in a new customer, the cat will get a bit startled. Aww. Poor kitty. Is, yeah. I'm, I just won't serve customers now because I don't want to startle the kitty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's fairly simple. Bit short. Um, full price is like $22 Australian. 
I got it mine when I it was on uh, words when it was on sale. So mm -hmm. I feel maybe twenty two dollars a bit much for what I got out of it, but about ten bucks. I'm pretty happy with that. So, so maybe worthwhile picking up while it's on sale. Yeah, while it's on sale. I think it's on sale right now. I don't. What platform did you get it on? I got it on Steam. Okay. Well. Uh, according to Steam, it is currently 50% off yes. and it is $10.97 How Australian. long is the sale going on for? How much uh, longer? Until f February 5th. Okay, so you got a couple of days to pick it up yeah. at this price. So I recommend it. I yeah. might just do it that. Looks like a cute nice game. nice little morsel. Not really replayable, but... Oh, there's a I free demo as well, apparently. Oh, yes. Play the demo if you vibe with it. It's got it. cats and demos. Those well, are like the two plants. things I love. Yeah. And you get to click on things and label things and it's great. Yeah, apparently <laughs> yeah. it got best puzzle game as well last year, so. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good, so. Hell yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. You're listening to Z Games Z here Games. on Four Triple Z. I'm Maylee. Hi, I'm Caroline. And I am Peter. And it's coming up to the end of the hour here, so we're going to have to head on off soon. We're going to mm -hmm. miss you. Yeah. It is. It's always a sad time finishing up this show. It's so much fun. Yeah. So many games. We could talk for hours I mean, about we could. games. I could game stay here. adjacent. I know. Things. We'll lock the door. Lock you know, the door. Shove a shit chair under the door handle. <laughs> Refuse to hand over the studio. Mm. I, think I feel like someone way. would frown if we did that. Maybe. Yeah, I'm sure there's uh, like a, a technical override Probably. somewhere where they can take us off the air, but we'll keep going. <laughs> we could. We'll get a megaphone. <laughs> Shout in the streets. <laughs> no, we will Our be voices back. must be heard. Next week. That we will. And I know, I know a lot of people out there like games. But a lot of like people like films as well. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Some both. video games but are like films. Some <laughs> some films are <laughs> about video games. All right. I think that's time for us to leave it. Mm -hmm. We'll see you next so week. Similar. We love you. Take care. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, you can find us on the Community Radio Plus app or find us on socials at ZEDGamesAU. See you next time. <laughs>